Welcome to the January Donovan Show. I'm the founder of The Women's School, where our bold vision is to rebuild culture one woman's worth at a time. And we're doing that by providing an education and training platform for women. Because the best way to fight the devaluing of women today is to have a strength of mind, to be skilled, and to be strategic about how we can influence culture. And the best way we can do that is to train ourselves. We have a duty to personally develop who we need to become for the world so that we can set the world on fire. And in the woman's school, our vision is to form women so she can transform culture. Join me as I talk about how we can be a force for society. And it begins with us developing ourselves. How do you become a grateful woman? Welcome to the January Donovan Show. It's our how-to practical life training. And today we're going to talk about why it's so important to be grateful. My role is twofold. I'm going to give you the why and I'm going to give you the how. Why is it important to be grateful? And how do you become a grateful woman? Because most of us are told to be grateful, but we're never shown how to be grateful. And this is something that is not taught in our elementary years, in our high school years. And we wake up one day and we realize, wait a minute, am I even a grateful woman? What is gratitude anyway? And we're hearing now, you know, so many sort of, I would say evidence, but even conversation about a grateful heart. So how do you become a grateful woman? And I want you to take the good from this and, you know, our school's and the training that we offer you really is there to tra train you. And so much of this is about a reflection on where you are in your journey to becoming the woman you want to be. So today it's about becoming a woman of gratitude. So let's begin with rating ourselves. Rating ourselves in the school is a great way for us to study our starting point. It's knowing, oh, wait a minute, there's certain things that maybe I don't have language for and I don't realize, oh, I thought I was a 10 but really I'm a zero or a five or a six. And I think this is something where we just look introspectively and examine ourselves. And that's really what this rating ourselves for. So let's begin. Okay. There's no shame. This is you, your personal retreat and awareness. Okay. So number one, zero to 10, 10 being a yes, zero being a no. You automatically complain or you automatically show your gratitude. Something happens. Oh, I can't believe you know, you did that. Or, you know what? Thank you. I don't understand it, but thank you. Um, thank you for, you know, if somebody gives you something, you don't like it, or the weather is bad, it's always a complaint, or thank you, the sun is out, or thank you, it's raining. Uh, number two, our tonality is rough. Well, we don't know that our tonality communicates gratitude. If we say, hey, thanks. Hey, thank you so much for doing that. Or we say, thank you so much for doing that. It's received differently. And we could be saying all the right words, but our words are only 7%. Our tonality is 38% in our body language. So we have to be aware, if you're paying attention to your tonality, what would your tone of gratitude be? 10 being, yeah, my tone is grateful, not rough. Number three, facial expression. I could go and be like, hey, thanks. Or I could say, thank you. I really appreciate you doing that. And it's received differently because... Once again, my kids, 
you know, could say thank you all day long, but maybe their facial expression isn't really grateful because they don't know. It's not that, you know, we're not taught that only 7% is, is words because I tell my children all the time, I'm like, you know, you're saying all the right things with your 7%, but your 30 and 55 sounds like a complaint. So just something to be aware of. Number four, we do bare minimum script. Thanks. In, in the woman's school, we have a three-part gratitude script. Thanks or thank you so much or thank you for, right? It's not sort of the bare minimum. It's making the added bonus of, you know, thank you for making the time. Uh, number five, we are con- consistent, inconsistent, or are we consistent about our gratitude? right? We're inconsistent. Sometimes we're grateful, sometimes we're not. But are we consistently grateful, woman? Number six, we pay attention to the details in the room. We walk in a room and we're like, oh, wow, thank you for, look at that. That's so beautiful. That color of the carpet, that shirt. We always have something so intentional to be grateful for or supposed to looking at everything that's wrong in the room. So where are you in that journey of awareness? And the goal here for us is we need to understand how we can design a grateful woman in every circumstance. And the purpose of learning how to be a grateful woman is, number one, doors doors of opportunities open when you're grateful. When we're complaining, nobody wants to do anything for us. I mean, think about it. When your child's complaining, who wants to give them anything? But when we live a life of a constant gratitude, doors open all of a sudden, you know, somebody wants to help us find a job. I remember this one woman I was training and she she, she said, oh, Jamie, nobody ever does anything for me. But since I was training her, I was very much aware that she complained about everyone else and her lack of gratitude actually made people not want to be around her. But sometimes, but she was unaware of it. And secondly, it helps us and our peace and the serotonin that happens in our body simply because we are grateful and we release all these negativity and it helps us, you know, and our ability to actually feel healthier when we are grateful. So not only does it open external doors, but interiorly, it actually makes us feel better about who we are. So here's a question. How do you walk in the office? Okay. Do you say traffic was awful or do you say, good morning, it's nice to see you, even if the traffic was awful? Do you light up the room seeing all the good or do you spew out complain? When you see your kids after school, when you pick them up, do you say, um, how did your test go? Or do you take the time and say, it's so lovely to see you. How did your test go? Right? Is it just sort of like back to business right away? When you see your husband come home from work, do you say, oh, dinner's on the table. Make sure you take the trash out. Or, hi, honey, I'm so happy you're home. A lot of times we complain about why our husbands are not very tender to us. And maybe we're unaware that we've also been callous towards them. When things are challenging, do we say, this is the worst case scenario. This is horrible. This is awful. Or could be worse. Could be worse, right? So it could always be worse. Right. When someone gives you a gift that maybe you don't like, and it doesn't have to be a physical gift. It could be somebody at work. It could be your boss gave you, uh, you know, the, the, the two day off that you wanted, but maybe not the three days off that you wanted. Is it automatically like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Or is it, you know, thank you for making the time. I would appreciate it if it was three days, but I'm grateful. I mean, just that grateful heart makes such a huge difference. Your boss might even want to give you four days if you just, you know, just a sense of communicating your level of gratitude as a woman. When you're at the grocery store, you know, you're checking out, do you just ignore the clerk or do you talk to them? That's a sign of a grateful woman. 
that she's not just thinking about herself. They're thinking, how could I light up this room? Because I'm so grateful to be alive. How was your day? What about to your employees? Do you say, oh, I'm paying them. So they do this. It's a mindset, right? Of sort of this ingratitude or I'm so grateful. Even though I'm paying you, I'm like, I'm so grateful for your work. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. A culture of gratitude work. I mean, I've got, you know, I, I have really great team around me. And it used to be when I started the business, I just felt like I, even, you know, the people that work for me, it was sort of, they were also not grateful. And, you know, and it really didn't last long in our company because to me, a grateful heart is so key in building sort of a great team. And maybe you're unaware of just the way you're showing up and you're 38% and 55%. Okay. Um, what is the greatest value that a woman can offer? This is a great question, right? How you make people feel. Because how you make people feel determines if you make them feel valuable or invaluable. Now, you could do this and not know it. But a grateful woman makes people feel important. They contribute and give people evidence of their goodness. They contribute to their self-image. Because when you're grateful to somebody and you communicate, I'm so thankful for you, it actually makes them feel so good about who they are that you are giving them evidence that they are a valuable human being because you're taking the time and making the time to actually communicate how grateful you are to them. Isn't it feel so good when our kids make the time to say, Mom, thank you so much for dinner. That was so good. Mom, I didn't like it, but, you know, thank you for making dinner. It's like the first thing sometimes, you know, oh, I don't like this. I'm like, can you imagine you work so hard for dinner? And the first thing that they do is complain because they don't like it. But see, our children don't know how to communicate gratitude. They're unaware. And if we're not aware that the first thing they're spewing out is complaining about what they don't have as opposed to what they're giving, then that's something that we need to rectify. And maybe it first needs to be rectified within our own hearts, right? Because an ungrateful woman makes people feel rotten because it makes them feel that they don't matter. Isn't how you feel when you're, you know, your boyfriend or your girl, your boyfriend or maybe your spouse or your children or your boss, you do work, you work so hard for a meal or a project and you, all you get is a thank you or maybe that you get a thank you, but that's it. It's this sense of, you know what? Thank you so much for working so hard and going about me on. Thank you for making that dinner. Thank you for making me lunch, dear beloved wife of mine or husband of mine. Thank you for doing that. And it's not, hey, thanks for doing that. It's thank you for doing that. It lands differently. Can you see the difference? Right? And the question we have to ask ourselves is, how do we make people feel around us? Because that's a good metric for us to question if we are a grateful woman, because maybe we don't know how we're showing up because we don't know what we don't know. We need to have a metric on how we are actually showing up right? So how do you make people feel? Do people around you feel important? Because if they don't feel important, then maybe there's something that we're not aware of that we're doing unknowingly and we are being calloused with them. Or maybe we have a lot of pride in our heart that we don't know, and we know this because we don't, maybe we're, we don't want to give people credit or withhold some kind of affirmation. We build a bad habit of maybe taking people for granted unknowingly, or maybe we think we're better than everyone else. We want to be a grateful woman, but there's a pride in our, in our heart that needs to be rectified and changed. And just 
we're aware of it. Number three, maybe we have some unprocessed pain that has caused a lot of wounds, makes us feel insecure. And we, instead of being grateful and communicating our gratitude to our friend, we compare ourselves because deeply, deep down inside, maybe there's something we don't like ourselves. We don't like about ourselves. It kind of feels like this. It's like if you've got a gaping wound, right, and it's hurting you and you're bleeding, it's hard to look at somebody else who's bleeding and say, can you please take care of them? Because you're just trying to survive. So what we do is that unknowingly, we deny people what we deserve because there's something that's hurting within us and we it needs to be processed and healed. And this is why we need to heal. Because the problem is we don't know, right? The thing that I want to remind you is that your gratitude changes the room. It influences people. It leaves the room better than you than you left it. It inspires people to do good. It gives people evidence of their value. It makes you so memorable, not because of you, but because of how you've made them feel. Because people don't remember what people say. They remember how they feel when they spoke with you. And that's how we walk around as a grateful woman is that we pay attention to how we make people feel, right? Do we elevate the culture? Are we grateful and ungrateful? Because this is something that we have to police ourselves on a consistent basis. Do we elevate the room or do we degrade the room? Do we make people feel more valuable or do we devalue them unknowingly? Do we inspire people or do we suck the life out of them because we're spewing, complaining, complaining, complaining all day long, Right? An ungrateful woman could poison a society and she doesn't even know it. Think about that. An ungrateful woman could poison society and she doesn't even know it. So the metric that we need to consider on a consistent basis for the rest of our life is that how do we make people feel around us? Do we make them feel valuable or devalued? Zero to 10. And it's something that we need to do all the time because It's a constant awareness. It's not like, oh, it's one and done. Gratitude is something that we practice, right? So how does your kids feel? Do they feel valued by you? Does your husband feel valued by you? Your coworkers, your mom's group, your friends, your boss, your church? Do do you make people feel valuable? Do they want to be around you? And that's how you know that you have a grateful heart because people want to be around you. And here's why. Nobody wants to be around somebody who complains. Nobody. Unless they too are complaining. And then misery loves a miserable company. So if people are attracted to you, know that it comes from your ability to actually make them feel important. And that's something that you ought to celebrate. I'm going to just say something here that's very, that's going to sting a little bit. For all of you who are women of faith, An ungrateful woman of faith poisons people's image of God. And it's a subtle poison. If what comes out to you is a constant complaint, if I say, oh, look at this pastor, I don't like him, he's awful. Or you know what? I don't agree with everything he teaches, but I really appreciate that he's doing his part to do the good. But if the first thing that comes out of our mouth is what we don't like and what we complain about it, just know That if you're talking to somebody who might be young in their faith, you could be poisoning them, their image of God. Okay, the truth about humility makes someone beautiful. It means that we're open to feedback. It means that you're sitting here and you realize, maybe I'm not quite as grateful as I thought, January. Maybe I don't know. Because it requires a woman to take responsibility in her own, um, I would say, um, growth, right? Because we don't always, we don't, we're always, we're not always aware of how we are showing up. 
And more importantly, we don't arrive. We're always evolving towards that whole version of us. And unless we take responsibility to change and the way we are showing up as a grateful woman, nothing changes. And that requires a lot of humility. Gratitude, ultimately, is about being a a humble woman because what you're saying is I'm just so grateful because I have the humility to know that everybody else is important and that they deserve to feel valued by my presence and by the way I make them feel. It's that deep level of humility. It's not this humility of I am lesser, I'm more. No, you're so humble that you understand your responsibility to communicate um, your gratitude towards other people. Sometimes we don't, you know, see that connection. So how do you become a grateful woman? Number one, you have to be aware of how you're showing up, period. And that's why I spend a lot of time being, you know, giving you awareness. Number two, the humility to know that you don't have it all figured out. The humility to know, you know what, I maybe I wasn't as grateful. Maybe I can receive feedback. Maybe I should reshift my tone. Maybe I think I'm grateful on my 7% of my words, but my tonality, 38 you know, percent of my 55% body language, maybe isn't grateful. The humility to know that you haven't arrived. Number three, we need to process old wounds that inhibit us from actually becoming a grateful woman that changes the quality of our life. Because when we are good to people and we make them feel better, guess what? They make us feel better. It's a beautiful cycle that creates a quality relationship. Number four, we need to know how. Like, I've, you know, my children don't know how to be grateful. Maybe, you know, they are grateful, but they don't actually know how to communicate gratitude. And the woman's school, we have a whole entire skill dedicated on gratitude because we need to understand the three parts of gratitude, right? And it's not, it's number one, it's communicating your gratitude and saying thank you. Number two is thank you for, so you're actually just saying thank you for something. And then step three is thank you for something. This is how it's making me feel. So it's sort of that three-part process where the highest form of expressing your gratitude would sound like this. Thank you so much for bringing that meal. It was so good. I'll tell you, that really saved me this week. Can you imagine if you communicate in that constant and it becomes habitual, right? Number five, that you practice because we could know gratitude and not live gratitude because knowing does not equal being. Knowing does not equal being. And it's an attitude that we constantly sort of chisel in our life. And so that what Our goal is to rebuild culture, beginning with rebuilding our every room we walk into. So it's an attitude. It's a way of life. It's a being. First, we practice knowing how to do it, and then we become it, right? We become this grateful woman, and then we make sure we police ourselves and we hold ourselves accountable so we stay grateful, right? We become aware of how we make people feel. You become aware of the metric or the people around you want to be around you. That's how you know you're grateful. You become aware of your own pain if something needs to be healed or maybe pride. And you're aware of how you're communicating yourself all day long. 7.38.55, we have to make sure that we drill that in our thoughts as a skill set. Because ultimately, we, we might think we're grateful, but we are not communicating ourselves in a grateful way, right? Um, simple how polite we are, how respectful we are, how affirming we are of the good, how quick we are to actually make people feel important and not complain about them. Because it's a form of entitlement to be ungrateful. It's like, what else can you do for me, right? Maybe our face is frowning. Maybe we're quick to blame other people because it's easier to blame other people when we don't have success or we don't like the life that we want. And this is why it's so important for us to process 
our pain and, and know what's hurting us in every arena of our life, like we do in the woman's school, because there could be parts of our life that are hurting unknowingly and we have no language for it. And it's causing us to be ungrateful to our children because maybe we have unprocessed pain with our husband. Maybe we have unprocessed pain with our health and it's causing us to be a not so nice mom or friend. Right. So this is why we need to process and forgive ourselves and go to counseling and get a coach because if we continue to have an ungrateful heart, it's going to be a not so beautiful life. But more importantly, we could poison society with an ungrateful woman. And I think this is even the, I would say the fourth one is just most women just don't know how, right? Most women just don't know how. It's learning to be grateful and learning then how to communicate gratitude. Thank you for, thank you for, it makes me feel. And it's a skill that we need to practice, practice it over and over again. The state of women in our culture today, an ungrateful woman can poison society while a grateful woman can rebuild culture. So you can choose who you want to become for such a time as this. And I'll tell you, in our culture today, it's not easy to find a grateful woman. You can pick her out because she lights up the room by her mere presence because who she is changes the quality of the conversation. It changes the quality of the room. And for those women that are ungrateful or perhaps of unprocessed wounds, sometimes they get jealous of this woman. Sometimes she thinks she's fake. But see, a grateful woman, you just show up and bring your light and you bring light by bringing light to the heart of other people. Communicate your gratitude. Be sincere. Make time to be intentional about how you are looking people in the eye, your politeness, what you're saying. Have your script ready. Think about something that you can see where you can point out the good. Live a constant attitude of gratitude. And this is how we armor up for the battle because today we need women that are grateful, that will help rebuild our culture for such a time as this where the value of women is being erased the more grateful you are what it means to be a woman the more you communicate your gratitude the more we elevate what it means to be a woman and that to me is the best way we can defend the value of women by becoming fully who we were created to be and i believe we were created to be grateful so armor up be that woman of gratitude so you can be a light in the room. Thank you. If you like our videos and you like this training videos, please share it, like us and subscribe. I will be giving you more practical trainings on how to and the practical life because what I realize is that we can't keep complaining about our culture and what's happening in our world. We have to give women training and solution. And that's our vision in the woman's school is we're going to give you the practical how to because a woman that doesn't know how suffers unnecessarily. And if we just gave them in the how, maybe she would design a life that would bring light in the world. Thank you. Follow us on social media and use this training to bring light to your communities, to your schools, and access practical life training that I don't think is available out there. So go forth and conquer. I'll see you in the next training. There is no school that teaches us how to be a woman, how to manage our mind, our emotions, our bodies, our homes, our relationships our careers and friendship, and all the practical skills that we need to honor every part of our life and become the woman we deeply desire to be. Women have a universal desire to live a life of meaning and contribution. And yet, we are being blamed and shamed for the choices no one taught us how to make. Think about it. 
doctors, teachers, nurses, and every other profession get access to training. And yet, women are expected to know how to be a woman just because they're born a woman. But worst, we are valued based on our performance, perfection, position, popularity, and power we call the poisonous bee, which is why so many women quietly doubt if they're good enough. The truth is that our worth is unconditional and our value is not for sale. We are all unique and unrepeatable and what we offer the world is irreplaceable. The Women's School is a how-to school for women for such a time as this. It is time for women to rise up, become who she was created to be, and set the world on fire. My name is January Donovan, founder of The Woman's School, which is a how-to school for women for such a time as this. I'm a mom of eight and a business owner, and I truly believe that it is time for women to rise up, become who she was created to be, and set the world on fire. I created a foundational training on how to be a woman so that you can understand your value and your purpose for such a time in history where we are being erased. So buckle up and prepare yourself for the rise of the new woman.